A big part of personal finances is just making sure we don't lose a lot of money. So in this podcast, I'm going to dive into pyramid schemes and MLMs, what they are, how to spot them and figure out if it's right for you. Hey, I'm Mark and welcome to Mediocre Money. This is my podcast about financial independence, where I'm going to bring you research, advice, strategies and tips on how to manage your money and start living life on your own terms. Together, we'll become financially free. Let's get started. Welcome to the podcast, everybody. This is your host, Mark, and I'm so excited to have you guys joining on this podcast today. Uh, I'm very pumped up about diving into MLMs, which are multi-level marketing companies and pyramid schemes because (laughs) they seem to be more and more prevalent as I grow older. It seems like they pop up more and more often for me every year. So it is interesting how it seems like every year as we go on, I do seem to get try or at least try to get recruited into a pyramid scheme or a company that has multi-level marketing. And with social media, I see a lot of people that are joining these programs and are starting to sell essential oils and hair care and beauty products and energy drinks, uh, whatever the, the products are. But what are these companies, these MLMs doing? And what is your chance of having success with it? As you guys know, uh, this podcast is all about personal finances. And so we are trying to improve our money management skills and our relationship with money. And like I said at the introduction, a big part of having a healthy relationship with your money is just making sure we don't lose a lot of money because if there is one thing I know for certain is that almost it's very easy to part with your money it's very easy to essentially lose money but get money sucked out of you especially because we have became so good at marketing especially in the online world and retargeting people and mastering psychologies of marketing, which is what pyramid schemes and MLMs are famous for, because they have a way to literally manipulate you. And they tend to target the most vulnerable people, not necessarily by by choice, sometimes by choice, though. But they do target people who are in vulnerable states because they are more susceptible to their selling tactics. So There's no point in filling a bucket with water if there's no bottom to the bucket. Obviously, we'd just be pouring water in and it would be flowing right out the bottom of it, flowing. What was that word? That's not a word. It would be just flowing out of the bottom of it. And that's a relationship that we tend to have with money because there's a lot of advertising out there, a lot of retargeting advertising out there. And if we are not putting a stop to the amount of businesses and companies and quote unquote opportunities that are available to us, then it's so easy to spend every single dime that we earn. And honestly, even more than that, because credit is so widely available to us. 
And the reason why I want to bring up pyramid schemes and MLMs, multi-level marketing schemes, is because both of these, uh, if you want to call them companies, are huge money drains for about 98% of people involved. And in this podcast, I'm going to teach you how to spot them. And at the end of the podcast, I am going to give you better alternatives to pursuing multi-level marketing companies or opportunities. And I'd also like you guys to comment and let me know what MLM or pyramid scheme have you been attempted to recruit it to? Uh, so who has tried to drag you in? I want to know who their relationship was and what company it was that you were trying to be dragged into. And you can let me know by reviewing the podcast. And if you review the podcast on wherever you get your podcast, um, you can comment and let me know what your MLM was that you got re recruited to. Or you could go to my YouTube channel, which if you just search in YouTube for mediocre money, you can comment on this video or just any of my videos and let me know what MLM scheme you have been a part of or yeah, maybe you've been a part of one because if you've been a part of one, I definitely want to talk to you and see your experience and and hear about it and also promote your experience, whether it is positive or negative and be able to show other people, uh, give them like a little exclusive, little exclusive inside peek into what it's like to be a part of an MLM. So if that's you, please reach out to me. You can also DM me on Instagram at mediocre money. And I would love to either bring you on the podcast or even just if you want to write your experience in, uh, I would really, really like to share people's experiences with pyramid schemes and MLMs to this podcast audience. So first, let's get into what is a pyramid scheme, because there are many people that don't particularly know what it is, which is completely fine. Uh, so it's good to shed a little bit of light on it. A pyramid scheme is basically when somebody convinces you to join an exciting new opportunity. Yeah, that's kind of fucking bullshit. But they'll use all sorts of fantasies to convince you that this opportunity is what you need. So they'll be able to describe things like, oh, you can set your own hours. You can be your own boss. You'll escape the nine to five. Um, they might try to sell you by showing other people who have had success in their company, like people who might own a Lamborghini or um, a, if they take groups of people to tropical resorts for quote unquote company getaways. Uh, a big part of those is just trying to allure more people. Or they might say something like, oh, you know, if you invested in Amazon at $2 a share, uh, etc. You guys get the point. You guys have seen the ads. You guys have maybe encountered people who are trying to recruit you. And you understand that this is not necessarily the truth, especially when it comes to social media ads, um, people in big homes, people on vacations, people getting Cadillacs from their company. Um, a lot of this stuff, you don't know the inner workings on what's going on behind the scenes. And the main reason why companies invest in doing this stuff and is because it's very easy to attract new recruits, which is the entire reason why uh, people exist in this pyramid scheme. So 
obviously you would want to join this pyramid scheme because I mean, who wouldn't want to miss out on the business opportunity of a lifetime? You know, the next Amazon. So you turn to your old friend. So typically how these work is that like your an old friend might reach out to you. Uh, maybe it's your barber or a coworker that dragged you this, uh, an in-person event, typically sometimes online. Um, so you might turn to your old friend and barber and coworker, and obviously you don't want to miss out on this opportunity. So you say, all right, I'm in. I, I mean, some people you might try to question them and say, well, what is it exactly that you guys, you guys do? Uh, a lot of them make it very vague on what it is that they actually do. So that's an immediate red flag is if you cannot understand what product or service that they are selling, then that's an extreme big red flag. So you turn to your, your your buddy who dragged you in and you said, all right, I'm in. And they say, great. So now we just don't accept anyone, all right, to this blank, insert blank company here, this pyramid scheme. You, we just don't accept anyone. So you have to submit an application. Now, this is an incredible opportunity, obviously. And like they can't just be accepting anyone into it, right? Like they need to know that you are serious. And so that's why they, if you are really interested in, uh, you have to pay $897 just for this application. What? That might seem expensive. Maybe that is expensive. Regardless, that's a lot of money for something you don't necessarily know what you're getting into. You just know it's a good opportunity. So you might say, wow, that seems expensive. And they might retort back to you and say, does it? Well, being a part of this company could make you 10 times that amount every month. So $897 is a drop in the bucket compared to what our hardworking leaders and and myself are, are making. You know, like look at my leader who just bought a BMW and got a free trip to Hawaii. This is my this is my imitation of your friend or coworker who is like dragging you to this event. And so on top of this, they people and they might also make comparisons, right? Comparisons is another psychological way to sell things. So they might say, um, oh, sorry, I'll get into the comparisons a little bit, but they also might make you try to feel small on top of this, right? Uh, so if you're in this big group event setting, you have social pressures, but they also might try to make you feel inferior. So they might say something like, come on, like you can't afford that. Like a barbecue costs more. A treadmill costs three times that price. And most people never use our treadmill. And like treadmills will never give you an ROI. This will give you an ROI. And they might say something like, hell, a freaking vacuum cleaner costs more than that. So if you can afford to buy a vacuum, but you can't afford to invest in your future with this business opportunity, then you're probably not cut out for it. So this is the, the type of bullshit that these people are, are spewing. It's, it's just it's pure psychological sales tactics. And so what most people don't realize is that this whole structure, this whole gamut, their, their scripts, they are scripted. Uh, they know what to say. Um, everything from the vagueness of what this business actually does to the flashiness, to the social pressure placed on you by the person who you have a relationship with that dragged you into this event. And by just the fact that there's all these other people in this event too, that clearly seem to be excited about it as well. Um, all of these are not just psychological sales tactics, but they're also high pressure sales tactics and they're extremely high pressure sales tactics. I know a lot of people like the movie Wolf on Wall Street. I, I, I like it and I also hate it at the same time. Um, 
because honestly, a, it does glorify these high pressure sales tactics. And the reality is, is that, well, uh, yeah, it might look good to be Jordan Belford on top making $60 million a year. But for the most part, like 99% of the people involved are losing tons of money, sometimes their entire life savings. So now with some pyramid schemes, they might even acknowledge that they have these sales tactics. Um, but then they'll obviously make comparisons, which in itself is a, a sales tactic. And they'll say, you know, this is no different than what hundreds of other companies do. So, and th they can do this from everything, right? Like, um, every single one of these sales tactics, they can find at least one company that's doing one of these sales tactics. And it's true, right? Like Amazon, Amazon has like comparison pricing, which tries to persuade you to buy an item that you're looking at because there are other items that are much more expensive than it. So there are lots of different sales tactics that tons of companies are using. Um, and they're like, yeah, we're no different than all these other companies. And that's true is that some of their tactics are used by other legitimate companies, but that does not mean that they are a legitimate company. So let's get into why pyramid schemes are illegal. And all right, so pyramid schemes, they're, they're legal because there's no business behind them. There is no product or service that they sell to a customer base. They primarily make their money by having the people in the scheme recruit other people to come join that scheme. So. Well, they don't necessarily make you go out and recruit other people. However, what you'll quickly realize in any of these opportunities is that the only way to really make money is to recruit someone else. And they actually, actually many times will, will push and uh, get you to try to recruit your friends and families involved. So even if this all was fine and dandy, and let's say every person successfully recruited two people, Okay, the entire world's population would be involved in a pyramid in this pyramid scheme in less than 10 rounds of recruitment. So that's like the levels of the pyramid, essentially. Right. So if you start off with one person, they get two people. Each of those two people get two people and each of those four people get two people. Very quickly, you run out of population in the world. And the problem is, is that there's no service or business that is that, that they're providing to people. So at that point, when you get everybody in the world involved in this pyramid scheme, uh, there's no more people to get. So what happens is that this cash flow that has been coming in from new recruits, that's how the this quote unquote business uh, makes money, it stops or it starts to slow down. And as it slows down and people are not making money, they start to drop out and they might not pay their yearly fees or monthly fees, however many fees that they, they charge or even just a one time entrance fee. And so as people stop to make money, when the people underneath them are dropping out, then they start to drop out, too. Otherwise, they have to go back to work and recruit more people. But if they've already recruited everybody, then there's no one else to recruit. So you can see how this entire pyramid eventually collapses. And what you're left with is some people at the top that have made a lot of money and everyone else, uh, their cash flow has stopped, it's dried up, and they have to go back and get real jobs again. 
So this type of business, this pyramid scheme is illegal in almost every country in the world. But the business models are still existing today. They've just morphed slightly and rebranded themselves as multi-level marketing. So let's get into multi-level marketing or MLMs. So multi-level marketing companies are very similar to pyramid schemes. The main difference is that they just can't ask for your money straight up to join because that would be a pyramid scheme. And as MLMs are very quick to tell you, we're not a pyramid scheme, guys. You hear that, Mark? Like, we're not a pyramid scheme, man. Like, just come come check out this event. We're not a pyramid scheme. Okay, so instead of asking for your money straight up, uh, they have to put up a facade, essentially. So something like supplements or meal replacements, uh, essential oils, hair care, beauty products, whatever. They just need to show, they just need something to show to the, the law that they're not a pyramid scheme. So you see, Mr. Blah, 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 this individual is a business owner and was simply buying our products for inventory for their store. This isn't a pyramid scheme. Now, they still want to make a lot of money off you. So typically, they use the exact same sort of sales funnel. And what they will do, so it's the exact same sort of sales funnel as the pyramid schemes do, which, as we'll learn a little bit, is called pyramid selling. But... They'll typically find an extremely high margin product uh, because they obviously just want to get as much as your money as they can. So they still get a lot of your money, but instead of getting your $897 fee straight up, they have to spend like 40 bucks because they need to ship you out 18 bottles of, of uh, shampoo, you know, or of 18 packets of, of beauty products. Um, they need to show to the government that, you know, you're not buying into this pyramid scheme, you're buying products from them. Uh, so that's how they do that. And it might sound like it's like, oh yeah, these are high end products. And they might tell you to go sell this shampoo for, for $89 a bottle or however much that, that it is. And then that way they can justify you paying so much money to join. But really all of these products, they just get them from China. Uh, they get them super cheap and it'll cost them like, like 40 bucks, maybe even less because they just buy in huge bulk and they just convince you that they're, you know, the next biggest product they're like. And a lot of these companies will say complete bull, which is like, oh, we're the biggest provider of like essential oils in the entire marketplace. And it's like, no, like you're not right. Like sages and like, I don't know, companies on on Amazon are. So they might only make eight hundred and fifty seven dollars from your eight hundred and ninety seven dollar fee. Which, I mean, that's nothing compared to like the straight up pyramid scheme guys. Like, uh, you know, they're not making a ton of money here. But primarily MLM companies, they convince you that you're about to become a business owner and anyone can do it. And they'll explain how you make a commission from all the products you sell and that their brand, you know, is the biggest selling hair care brand in the world. No, it's not L'Oreal's. I think L'Oreal's. I don't know much about beauty. So at best, what you're going to end up being with an MLM is a commission only salesperson. So you'll be selling products that you don't really know and that you don't know what's in them, even what besides what the labels say. Um, 
So you're going to be selling products that you don't actually know to your friends and family, and that's who they push you to, or your social media followings, which are typically small and also mainly your friends and family. And you're going to be selling these products to all those people that, you know, don't actually want them. You know, if someone wants an essential oil, they're going to go to Sage. They're going to buy it off Amazon. If someone wants shampoo, they're going to go to Shoppers Drug Mart or they're going to buy it off Amazon. They don't want to come to your home party to learn about what beautiful skin or nails you can have. And they don't want to keep going to you to buy this random ass product that they've never heard of because, you know, L'Oreal makes great shampoo. I think I have no idea. L'Oreal should sponsor this podcast talking about them too much. Or what these MLMs do is they force you to become an extremely skilled marketer overnight, which being in the marketing industry, let me tell you, is very difficult, if not impossible to do. And especially because uh, most MLM companies know that you are not a marketer. And they even advertise it that, right? They say, they'll say anybody can do this opportunity. Like anyone can sell it. Anyone can become rich. They make it seem like anyone can do it, but that's just not the truth. Marketers can do it. And for the most part, 99% of people are not marketers, let alone good ones. And because they accept anyone, they say, you know, anyone can do it because they want more people to join in. So they actually, these companies will encourage you to use quote unquote word of mouth, which, as I, as I call it, uh, shoving products down your friends' and family's throats. And this is really dangerous because it often will put you in the NFL league, which is the no friends left league. And let's be honest, you don't want to be in that position. These MLMs will say that, you know, word of mouth is the most powerful type of marketing. And that's actually true. It is the most powerful type of marketing. However, when you have a financial incentive to spread your word of mouth, your friends, they see through that shit clearer than daylight. Even if you are an experienced and extremely skilled salesman, if you try to pitch your friends and family, whether it's on social media or in person and just thinking that you're spreading quote unquote word of mouth, you're not. They might humor you because they feel bad for you or because they want to support you, but you're not convincing them. You're not, they're, they're not becoming a customer for you. They're just not. They see that very, very clear. Um, so let me make that very clear. So this is the direct sales slash retail um, now this is only one side of the business of what MLMs are, and it's actually what they are forced to do. Otherwise they'd be considered, considered a pyramid scheme, which as we know, it's illegal to be a pyramid scheme, but they're not pyramid schemes. So you're okay. Right? No, the real opportunity with MLMs is what you'll realize very quickly especially being non-marketers. Very quickly, you realize that making $5 off a bottle of Monat shampoo or $25 off of an Amway set of pots, uh, even if those commission fees are higher, like $85, doesn't matter what the commission fee is. It's extremely hard to earn any money at all. Let's say you're selling these fucking pots from Amway. 
right? Or let's say you're selling this fucking Monad brand of shampoo that no one fucking knows about and everyone buys Laurel, L'Oreal. Jesus, I can't even talk today. Okay, so let's say that this is even enough, right? And you get all your friends and family. All right, we're all buying our pots and pans from Mark now. Fucking fantastic. Woo! No, because here's the thing. Once you get all your friends and family to buy a set of fucking Amway shitty ass pots from you, and yeah, you'll earn some decent money, even if it's like a $200 commission from it. You'll earn some good money. Maybe you'll even earn $10,000, which isn't the case, as we'll learn in a little bit. But let's say that you do, right? So you earn $10,000 from all your friends and family buying your fucking pots. Well, guess what? Next year, they don't need to buy your pots because they already bought pots from you last year. So where are you going to get more money from? You're branded as the pot guy. Not the not the marijuana stuff, but I mean, it's legal here where I am in Canada, but that's besides the point. You're selling you're selling pots and pans, not not weed. So what you'll realize is that this area of making commissions, uh, one, 99% of people are not going to be good at it uh, because they're just you're not a salesperson and you're not a, and a skilled marketer. And you don't have a big following on Instagram or social media. So what you quickly realize is the best way to make money in these MLMs is to recruit others to join. And that way they can also own their own business just like you. Sounds good, right? Like you can run your own business. Your friends and family can run your own business. Yay, everyone's happy. Not so fast because most of these companies require you to be buying their products consistently because they want to earn money from you consistently, which means the people that you recruit will also have to be buying products consistently. And if they can't move those products, then they just end up with a bunch of products that they can't move, uh, but they have to still continue to, to buy. Uh, however, you get more money for every single person you you join and you get continuing money from every person you continue to join. So instead of having to resell your friends and families on buying a new set of pots every year, you can just convince one person to join and you'll earn a commission fee from their monthly expenses. So if you don't realize that right away and if they don't tell you that right away, you will realize that. That's the real place where these MLMs make money. So you get a hefty cut of their entrance fee and any ongoing fees. Plus, you'll even actually get a cut of anyone who they recruit. This is the whole pyramid fucking scheme thing happening again. Uh, so ultimately, the incentive with MLMs are to recruit others, not sell actual products. And this shows, too, because many of the larger ones have to report their income. Uh, the ones because there are some that are actually publicly traded companies. <coughs> Herbalife. <laughs> And what you'll, where, where am I at here? Yeah. So that's all I have to say on it. Let's, let's talk about the success data. All right. So, oh yeah. So sorry. Um, yeah. Some of them are publicly traded companies and they actually report their income and like 80 to 90% of their income like comes from just like the recruitment and they'll label this with all sorts of different fancy wording, but it's recruiting people. Okay. So success data with MLMs. 
Putting the morals and, you know, the costs of your friendships aside, uh, let's dive into the actual data. So let's see how likely it is that you and I can earn money from joining one of these companies, you know, because it's like the business opportunity of a lifetime, right? So how much money can we realistically make from it? Research has found that only 25% and I'll link to this research in the show notes of this podcast. Research has found that only 25% of MLM participants make a profit. All right. So that means that there is a 75% chance that you will not make a single dollar. Huh. That doesn't uh, that doesn't sound too good in my opinion. You know, three out of four people will not make even just one dollar. 13% of people will make more than $5,000. Oh, wow. Hey, you know what? The, my odds are looking looking pretty good there. I think, you know, 87% of people will make less than $5,000. Oh, that's enough to live on, isn't it? And the last shocking, most shocking fact of the entire podcast, big hype moment for this podcast right here, is that only 2% of these people will earn more than minimum wage. Bullshit. Guys, let's let's on it. Let's take this this last data point into uh, into. I don't I don't know what I'm saying. Let's really let it sink in. Two percent of people joining MLMs will earn more than minimum wage. So that means 98% of people involved in MLMs will not earn more money than minimum wage. Do you know how insane that is? So here you have this business opportunity of a lifetime where 98% of people won't even earn more than minimum wage. Next time that you have someone in your life that's trying to recruit you to an MLM or however you see it, just relay that fact to them. Say, hey, this isn't me, man. This is data. This is science coming from your companies, the, the, the data that your companies report on, the data that the people in your companies report. All right. One last thing we got to talk about is pyramid selling. Well, two last things, pyramid selling, and then we're going to go into what you can do. Pyramid selling. So because of whistleblowers, complaints, investigations by the SAC and other regulatory bodies, uh, lawmakers have started to catch on to the fact that these legit, quote unquote, legit MLM companies are essentially pyramid schemes and that they have just adapted to appear like they're not a pyramid scheme. So because of this, some countries like Canada, look at how I live here, have already insisted or have already instated laws against what they call pyramid selling. And pyramid selling is when MLM companies do the following. Number one, they either make claims about compensation. That isn't even making wild claims. That's just making claims about compensation. Period. That's it. If they allow compensation for recruitment. So that's not even like, like that's just allowing compensation for recruitment. So, I mean, that is slightly different than affiliate marketing, but I mean, MLMs probably just, you know, say it's affiliate marketing, but whatever. So if they just allow compensation for recruitment, that's number two. 
Number three, if they require purchase to participate. So that means if they require you to buy 18 bottles of fucking beauty products or 28 bottles of essential oils, if they require that in order for you to participate, then that is considered pyramid selling and is illegal in Canada. Inventory load loading. That's number one, two, three, four. Inventory loading. So that means they essentially can force you to buy inventory consider, uh, consistently or just, you know, loading you up with inventory. Um, and number five is lacks a buyback guarantee on reasonable terms, which means if you join up for one of these, these, uh, these schemes, you buy your 29 bottles of essential oils and 28 days in, you say, you know what? This isn't for me. Hey, Monat, can you take back these essential oils? Most of them are going to say no. They're going to say, no, we can't take this back. We cannot give you a refund. This is uh, your business opportunity. You need to consider through with it. Uh, so if they, there's no buyback guarantee and, you know, a lot of these companies will say there is one, but then just not give you it or make you jump through so many hoops and maybe even like throw legal representation at you just to scare you off. So that one's a little bit vague and a lot of people get screwed over on that. But anyways, it is promising that those are some new laws that are coming into place. I don't think they're in place in the U.S., uh, however, it is one thing to make a law, and it's another thing to actually stop people from breaking the laws. And these MLM guys, these are like whack-a-mole. Like you strike one down and another person pops right back up. And you know what? A lot of times it's the same freaking person. They're just with a new idea, with a new scheme. Uh, it's a little ridiculous. Um, and, you know, it's also extremely discouraging when I see people who are involved in these MLMs um, reaching high levels of political power. Uh, it's uh, it honestly makes me cringe. Like Carl Icahn, who he owns 10 percent of Herbalife, which is a horrible MLM. Uh, there's documentaries made about how horrible this MLM is. And um, who's that? David Ackman, who's a big short seller. He placed a big bet on them um, against like for them to fail, basically, because he knew they were a pyramid scheme. And so this Carl Icahn guy, he was actually appointed as special economic advisor for financial regulations for Donald Trump. That is awful he is now put in a position of power and mind you he was kicked out of that position or left because of like controversy i don't know exactly what happened but regardless we are putting these people in power and not we but like you know you get what i'm saying i don't know politics that's not my forte but this guy was put in power for the u.s financial regulations that is an extremely big red flag i'm very worried about that uh, because these companies need to be cut down and restricted not allowed to determine financial regulations to you know allow them to continue ripping off the poor and vulnerable in the world or worse yet when the person running your country is directly involved in mlms and pyramids selling themselves because for those who don't know, Donald Trump had something called Trump University. And all you need to do is uh, go to YouTube and Google or YouTube search Trump University scam. 
Just do that. See what, see what pops up. Do it on Google. Do it on YouTube. I don't care. So here's what you can do about it. If you are convinced or one of your friends or family is convinced that an MLM is their opportunity of a lifetime, take a step back and think. Remember my extreme, you know, remember the peak of this, this show, which was that 98% of people in MLMs do not make more than minimum wage. Okay. So take a step back and think. And most of these companies do not have well-known brand names, even though they might claim that they do. So here's the thing. Why not just start a business for yourself? If you're so good that you can succeed with the Herbalife, Amway, or Monats of the world, then you could easily succeed without them. And let's just be real. You can enhance your wealth by just having a real job, you know, that pays you more than minimum wage, not participating in MLMs, and just investing in a low-cost S&P 500 index fund like Warren Buffett recommends. You know, Warren Buffett, one of the richest and best investors in the world of all time ever. Warren Buffett recommends to just invest in a low-cost S&P 500 index fund like VFV. That's Victor Frank Victor. That's for Canadians. For Americans, I think it's VOO maybe. I don't know. And statistically speaking, you are 3,000% more likely to be richer than the CEO of an MLM just by not being in an MLM. If you've had an experience with an MLM, please let me know. DM me on Instagram, at Mediocre Money. Follow me on TikTok too. I have TikToks where I'm posting personal finance vids. They're mostly fun and games and I do challenges. It's really cool. Uh, at Mediocre Money on TikTok. Follow me on YouTube where I'm also posting videos of all my, all my podcasts. And the YouTube, you can just YouTube search for Mediocre Money. And let me know if you've been involved in MLM. I'm very curious to hear it. I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. I'm Mark. This is Mediocre Money. I wish you well financially, and I wish you well with avoiding these MLMs and helping bring them to justice. I'll talk to you guys next time. Peace out.